And welcome back to the best morning show in the land. It is your favorite morning show, Eggs, Grits, and Ignorance. And I'm your man at Yoshin the Building, aka the Ninth Wonder. And remember that Eggs, Grits, and Ignorance is brought to you by CairoSense, located at 4952 Center Point Drive, Suite 106, North Charleston, South Carolina, with chiropractic services massage therapy services and traction services they got your back hit them up at 843-640-3286 and let them know that egi sent you chiro sense where chiropractic makes sense when you catch our podcast make sure you like comment share and five star rate if you want to join the conversation, make sure to email us, eggsgritsandignorance at gmail.com. Make sure to send us your funny and crazy stories that you find. And, man, listen, you are welcome to bring it because we are here for it. I told somebody that today. I'm here for it. I'm here for the ignorance. I'm here for the foolishness. And also here for the foolishness, my man, all the way from PA, it is my man's at Big Kid Envy underscore Chops, a.k.a. Mr. Indy Streets. What's happening, Mr. Indy Streets? What's happening? Yo, no Yo. cold grits. No cold grits. No Man. cold grits? No cold grits. Remember that. Okay, I got you. No cold grits. All right. And then all the way from the A, it's my man, Jeff. At that dude, Jeff. What's going on, brother? Yo, beautiful people. Yo, you know what Eve had with his grits? What did he have? Paula Patton's chicken. Paula Patton's oh. chicken. I saw it. He, he put it in the group chat earlier today. Listen, it, that seasoned oil. It, it was on. That seasoned oil was on. Mm. Delicious. I drank a whole cup of it. Came out extra <laughs> hot out the booty pew. <laughs> extra hot. After this, I'm going to the ER. I ain't going to work. I'm going to the ER. Get my stomach pumped. That's why he had. That's why he had the day off today. <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly why he had the day off today. But you know what time it is. You know what day it is. It's Pump day, and we are back once again for another Wednesday episode. You know we're going to have the news. We're going to have the weird news. We're going to have the weather by Jeff, and then we're going to give you a little rundown of the last episode of Power, which eh, you will get to my thoughts right. in a minute. Uh, but let's hop right into it. Uh, we got Jeff with the weather report brought to you by Unfiltered. Visit unfilteredforever.com. Remember that spring is here. Uh, sign up for the mailing list to be added to the mailing to be added and have access to exclusive spring line. Uh, don't forget to use the promo code EGI. Check for, check out for 15% off your entire order. That's unfilteredforever.com. And remember, there is a science to being you. Jeff, you got it, brother. What's going on, beautiful people? It's your man, Weatherman Muffins, back in the building. Hello. Happy hump day to everybody. Um, also, hump day weather report outside, man. So check it. You're back from spring break. You wonder what's going on. And they are actually predicting severe weather to come storming back through. So um, make sure you go ahead and grab them unfiltered hoodies, leggings, and jogging suits because it's going to get a little wet outside. Uh, they are predicting stormy weather into the weekend with, I think it's supposed to be getting hot somewhere. Might be raining somewhere, but um, it's gonna get in there. So uh, I ain't got it queued up on the on the thinking thing. But let me give you my song for the day, man. Beautiful right there, man. E, that's beautiful music right there. You know who that is? That's Eddie James, boy. Stormy weather. It gets no better than stormy weather, man. So be expecting stormy weather over the weekend. <laughs> it sounds like a depressing black and white movie. <laughs> 
you know what? It was black and white. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I should be contemplating life. Like, and, and, and it's woes. Just staring out the window. Like, I, it's, it's, yeah, you know. Should I should I not wash my truck because it might rain? That's good. That's see. That's the that's not, that's not provoking. That's not provoking. Off, good weather, hey man. I'm yeah, so yo, God, I'm man. So listen, I ain't never had my allergies kick my ass like this. Man, listen, it's kicking my ass, man. I can't even. I'm, I can't so, even. I'm so thankful. Usually, I'm good. Allergies. I'm out here taking Sudafed and Claritin at the same damn time. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Make how y'all do it, My whole car, you know what? My whole car looked like Paula Patton's chicken. It was just covered. <laughs> <laughs> Season the oil. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's get into let's get into this news. <laughs> okay, now the. Uh, news is brought to you by Sensual Soul Elixirs. Visit MySensualSoul.com for your elixir. They have amazing flavors such as Unbothered, which is turmeric, ginger, macana, reshi mushroom, ashaga, and redola. This combination helps you helps to protect the immune system, regulates your mood, and supports fast relief and recovery. And don't get me started once again on that sensual. All I have to say is it contains several aphrodisiac herbs, which is sure to help you unwind, put you in the mood, and get that blood flowing. So visit mysensualsoul.com where they help you start healing from the inside out. Brother Jeff. What it is, ladies and gents, your man Anchorman Muffins in the building. Also, shout out to Key. Key, we miss you. We Come miss you, Key. Hold on. We miss you, Key. We gotta we, we find, we find Key drop real quick. Yes. Oh, it's one of buttons. It's here. I got a look. Oh, here, go here, go here, go. Ah, there it is. There it is. EB promises to have candles and affirmations when you return. Okay. Hey, first off, well, one thing I do want to get into. Let's um I, I do want to know uh real quick, Jeff, what, what happened on your show this week? Yo, man, so on our show this week, real quick, talking about Tales of the 2% that dropped on Monday, we talked about the school-to-prison pipeline and the role that black male teachers plays in it because they often look at us to be the disciplinarians in the school building. So it's like, does that zero-tolerance policy aid in putting students in that pipeline that we so don't don't want them to be a part of man so if you guys haven't tapped into it man please tap into it it's very insightful you will enjoy the mess out of that conversation all right and uh we're going to talk a little bit about key show uh if you haven't checked it out it's my curl speak with key it drops today as well it drops today it actually dropped uh, a little while ago mm -hmm. uh, so after you finish with us go ahead and check out key she can get your day started um uh, she's joined by Shiloh Triana. Uh, she's a trauma intimacy coach. Uh, they talk about um, Shiloh. I'm sorry. They talk about Shiloh's uh, services and benefits of her services. Uh, they talk about self-pleasure. They talk about um, having, they, they end up having a candid conversation about love bombing uh, emotion, and emotional and physical abuse. All right. So that's a dope episode. Make sure that you check out My Curl Speak with Key. Um, and then on relationship status this week, we talked, uh, me, Ciel, and Nick, uh, we talked about really 
um, uh, defending. When is it right to defend your mate? How do how are we supposed to defend our mate? Um, who do we check in a situation where we have a situation where we're supposed to defend our mate? Um, it is an interesting conversation um, uh, that you really want to go ahead and tap into. So if you missed Monday's episode of Relationship Status, check it out. And of course, today, uh, Married at First Sight recap dropped as well. Um, on the Relationship Status Podcast feed. So make sure you check that out. We talk about all the ins and outs of Married at First Sight. And with it coming tonight, make sure you catch up with the Eggs, Grits, and Ignorance crew, crew as we cover that. Well, Jeff, it's your turn. You up, brother. Yo. Hold up. I got a question bro, before Yo. you start. Yo. This question is for Key. Key, if you listening, did y'all talk about that sixth Preach, number bro. six? Preach on it. That <laughs> Quality touch. Did y'all talk, talk about, about quality, oh, quality touch oh, on that episode? Hey, Key, if you, Shiloh. If, you, if you're on your Facebook right now, Key, just tap that question in. We just want to know. The listeners want to know. Did you talk about that? Did we talk about quality, quality touch. touch? And was it mutually beneficial? It, it was mutually beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> But once again, man, make sure you check out My Curl Speak with Key, um, uh, the Tales of the 2% Relationship Status, and of course, the MAFS recap. And uh, in a little bit, we're going to have another show uh, uh, preview for you. All right. So, Jeff, get into it. Hey, fellas, man. First story up. Let me ask you this question. What's You, you don't had the fast food job before. Eve, you had a fast food job? For sure. What's the weirdest thing you ever seen through the drive-thru, man? <sighs> I can't say, you know what? I haven't seen I really nothing weird. I did lose my job for threatening somebody. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna tell, tell you the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I used to work at McDonald's, and back when they had the TVs in the, in the joints, my dude used to drive through watching porn every night at like two a.m. watching That's porn on the TV. Crazy. Yo, man. <laughs> but first story up, man, coming to us from Florida. Horse becomes a weekly regular at a Dunkin' Donuts in Florida. A Florida cowboy and his horse have become local celebrities after repeatedly turning heads with their weekly trips to the local Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru. David Boslate, what, whatever it is, a retired <laughs> bull rider, has become well-known to employees and regulars at Dunkin' Donuts in LaBelle after he started making weekly treks to the drive-thru atop his horse, Jackson. So, bus, okay, whatever the dude's last name is, said the round trip is about 12 miles, 12 miles on horse. It's a half a day event. Ain't no way in heck I'm about to spend half a day riding a horse. What he do? Just so, he rides, so he rides to the Dunkin' Donuts and back every day? Every it's a weekly trip. He can't do that every day. That's got to be weekly. Oh, okay. I thought you I, I must have missed I, I misread that. I misread. I thought it was a, a daily trip to he listen to me. If he's doing it daily, he got no life at all. None seconds. But this is me. Here's the thing. Dunkin' Donuts ain't even that good. All my morning people, y'all, y'all come at me if you want to. Dunkin' Donuts yeah, is terrible. Dunkin' Donuts officially sucks. Bruh. Yo, she <laughs> like Dunkin' Donuts? I love Dunkin' Donuts, man. The bagels are the bomb. What are you talking about? Okay. Yo, do you uh, know they don't even make them fresh like they used to? The one down here make them fresh? No, I they like, don't. I like Dunkin' for the coffee. I can't still. I can't they stand bring, they their coffee. Tastes like water. I don't drink coffee. And and I they literally donuts come in on a truck in the morning. 
I, li- I literally go for the bagels. I don't go for nothing else but the bagels. Okay, I could do I could do the bagels, but I'm just saying, like the pastries, they have no good pastry yeah. flavors. That's the thing, like I don't really like sweets like that, so it don't really. I don't go. New for York the- City got the best bagels. No, I agree, but Dunkin' Donuts ain't second best. Neither. Where's your bagel spot, bro? Where I'm at, it's the best I can get. <laughs> <laughs> In South Carolina, the best bagel I can get is from Ooh. Dunkin' Donuts. You know, I go. I got two spots. The best bagel I could get is from Publix, and then the second one is Dunkin' Donuts. But I go to Wawa. I go to Wawa, and then uh, they just opened up this Euro bagel spot. These, these uh, Eastern European dudes, yo, French toast bagels. French toast bagels. Fam. As a matter of fact, as soon as I leave here, I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts to get a bagel. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my French toast bagel. Yo's probably gonna get Damn. some hummus. He's gonna get some hummus toast. No, I'm not getting no hummus toast. What I look like? Nice. Like you eat hummus? I ain't that dude. I do not eat hummus. <laughs> well, you gonna ride your horse to Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, he's gonna make the mile trip. You know they got horses in South Carolina. They do got horses. In they South got Carolina. horses in his neighborhood. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, kind of bullshit in my neighborhood. <laughs> You gotta drive through twelve years of forest to get to the studio. <laughs> Man, listen, yo, like on some real, ask Eb. Like, if I'm coming back from Columbia late night, uh-huh. I'll take that. Oh, I go through the regular. I go through town. I, <laughs> For I, real, road, I don't need to see the white sheets, man. Not at all. That's all because all that's back there is woods. Like it is nothing. There's no gas station. There's no lights. It's woods and houses. And I just, I, I'm just, they just don't sit right with me. But you know what he horses. got? He got Dunkin' Donuts, though. I do got Dunkin' Donuts. He don't uh, want to be taking that long trip to something. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, brother. What you brother. got next, Jeff? Yo, man. So we switching up the second story. Check this out. A, a Jav- Lord, I can't even say the doggone word. Javinula? Whatever the heck this oh, is. In search of Lord. Cheetos. In search of Cheetos takes a station wagon on the joyride. Long story short, man, somebody let a wild pig in their car. It got into some Cheetos and it took the car for a joyride. So the so, pig stole the car? The pig stole the car. Man, get the fuck out of here. So this is me. Deputies in Arizona said a Javinia. Hey, how you say that word? Javinia. Pig. Okay, we're going to go with pig. A pig in search of <laughs> Cheetos climbed into a vehicle and ended up taking it on a brief joyride. The Yavette. Man, what's with these words? Dang, this is what happened when you don't read before the thing. Uh, the Vapai County Sheriff Office said in a Facebook post that a deputy was called to a Cornville neighborhood on a report of an animal known as a pecari or skunk pig trapped inside a Subaru station wagon. The deputy learned the vehicle's rear hatch had been left open overnight. That's some white people stuff. And the, and the pig had climbed into a the back to raid for a bag of Cheetos that was left inside the car. Again, caucus problems. The animal's antics inside the vehicle caused the rear hatch to close, trapping the pig inside. The pig's attempt to escape the car led it to being shifted into neutral and rolling out of a driveway and crossing the road before coming to a stop under some trees. The deputy opened the vehicle's rear hatch, allowing the pig to escape. The animal caused damage to the car's dashboard and the interior of the passenger side door. This, uh, only, yeah. this only further proves everybody me, loves Cheetos. Let me say again, this is that bullshit. How does that constitute theft? <laughs> a- 
and and what are they gonna? How much? What is he sentenced to? He sentenced, bacon. He sentenced <laughs> to Paula Patton's kitchen. He said this to Paula Patton's kitchen. Well, at least he know he gonna he ain't gonna die right. <laughs> he ain't gonna be seasoned. Hey man, <laughs> this is, it's, it, listen to me. I've done some crazy things for Cheetos, bro. I like Cheetos. I'm I I I can feel with this pig. Cheetos He's done some crazy pizza. things for pizza too. But we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> we not gonna talk about. I am a changed man. That is years and years and years ago. All right, man. What's the last story there, Jeff? Yo, last story comes from my boy Iron Mike Tyson. So, be honest with me. Y'all ever try edibles? Never. No. I Never. Refuse. I refuse. Yo, so I got a whole bag of them shit sitting on my dresser. Untouched. I'm, I'm good, son. <laughs> yeah, I ain't touched me. <laughs> right, so look, Mike Tyson can't listen to me. First and foremost, Mike Tyson has an edible that's shaped like an ear with the piece missing out of it. That's that's first and foremost should be the. But that's the way you capitalize off your foolishness, right? But this me. He can't sell the gummies in Colorado. And the funniest thing about this article, it starts like this: chew on this, which I think is. <laughs> It says, chew on this. Mike Tyson is unable to sell a new line of cannabis gummies in the state of Colorado in their current form. The former boxing champs' new edibles are shaped like ears with a bite out of them, a reference to the time in 1997 when Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear during the WBA Heavyweight Championship. Tyson's cannabis company, Tyson 2.0, can't sell the ear-shaped edibles in Colorado because state law prohibits marijuana edibles from being shaped like humans animals fruits or other images that could attract children in other words you don't want them looking like your flintstone gummies hold on so, my, so, <laughs> so what kid is going to pick up a ear with a piece missing out with a piece missing out gummy and say oh this looks this looks like something i want to eat cannibals like weed too <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. What are the what are the cannibals supposed to do now? So hand, uh, they can't look like humans. They can get them online. Fruit. Oh, I'm pretty sure they look like yeah. They you can get them online somewhere. Somebody got them. Man, this listen. Let me tell you wait. something. Go yo, ahead, go ahead, Jeff. Go yo, ahead, Jeff. So wait, it says Tyson has been in the pot business since 2016 and reportedly earns 653 thousand per month off of that off of the ears off of the ear edibles. Hey, right, get that money, Mike. Yeah. Mike's, Mike's, if I was Evander Holyfield, I'd be like, yo, you got to give me a piece of this action. What, nah, what you talking about? You got a piece of my ear. I need a piece of that check. Nah, cuz. <laughs> hey. hey, man. Did y'all watch, watch that fight in 97? Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. He ate his ear. <laughs> he was hungry. So, he yeah. ain't had no eggs and grits. He was getting that <laughs> He's getting that ass whooped. He ain't had nothing else to resort to. He was getting the break beat off of him. Listen to me, Mike. Make that money off that missing ear, boy. Yeah, but, man. Uh, make that money. Yeah, you're right. If I was Evander, he had to slide me something under the table, bro. For real. <laughs> we hey. ain't, we ain't, look, you ain't capitalizing on my misfortune. All right. Because every time <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't, I can't even put my my headset on my head correctly because I'm missing half my ear. Oh, you gonna give me some money? <laughs> yeah, it's COVID. That's... It's COVID, and he got to wear his mask all different. Cause he can't wrap it around one ear. He got to do that joint on the angle. Yeah, he got to do it on the angle. He can't. Oh, he got wear. He got to wear them them uh them joints that just cover your neck and pull up. Right, right. He can't never wear his glasses straight. They got to snap in the middle, just strap them back the head. <laughs> but in case the two of you didn't know, y'all are going straight to hell. Um, 
Yo, what, hey, that's, that's all right. That's all right. I'm gonna have you. Some what's that dance? Know. What's that dance they used to do in the boat? Row the boat. Row the boat. Man, let's let's play. You supposed to queue up the Mustafa video right there. Let's <laughs> news, man. Y'all retarded. All right, from from man, I ain't gonna front, man. From that from that transitionary graphic, I miss Key. Um, huh? Feel better, Key. Feel better, Key. All right, bring uh, your we, ass back. <laughs> Weird news is brought to you by Crux Media, where they take care of all your podcast needs, from starting a podcast to monetizing it. They have you covered. Contact them via email at info at cruxmediagroupllc.com. Crux Media, we're at the heart of podcasting. So, as the title goes. A lizard crawled up a man's urethra why, when he was masturbating in a forest. Hail to the no-no. What the fuck was he doing masturbating in a forest? <laughs> what woods was he in? Uh, on an episode of Sex, uh, Sex Sent Me to the ER, um, the, the, the TLC uh, show recounted the story of a man who decided to masturbate in the forest. Afterwards, he arrived at an emergency room complaining of a burning and swollen penis and said he couldn't pee. He then told doctors he witnessed a legless lizard crawl into his urethra. Wait, 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 wait. How does a legless lizard crawl? <laughs> I think it was just he ejaculated before he wanted to. So Bruh, it was a legless a leg- lizard was a sperm a cell. Crawl? It was a sperm cell. Oh, God. Uh, they were able to remove the animal, but it didn't survive. Uh, according to the 2010 report, in the International Neurology Journal, instances of objects in a person's urinary tract are rare, but they do occur. The material of foreign bodies has varied from wire, screw, or ballpoint pen to animals such as a snake. The authors wrote, typically these reports are the cause of a person's sexual curiosity or exotic impulsives, impulses and don't always cause pain or harm. But yeah. like in the case of this man on Sex Send Me to the ER, Certain foreign bodies can lead to pain. Urinary infections and blood. (laughs) That headline should have read Wood in the Woods. (laughs) (laughs) That that might not have been the title of that article, but it might be the title of this episode. I don't know if I'm more hurt for the guy or I'm more impressed about the legless lizard. I don't know why this is just impressive to me. Like, how in the world is this legless lizard attacking this man? Here's my thing. What about being in the forest made you want to do that in the it forest? Was, in the wood, he was enticed by woodland creatures. You know, what, you didn't do that shit in your car. He's fresh. He was fresh. He was in the mountains. He was feeling close with Mother Nature. And Mother Nature went up his urethra. <laughs> 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 that's, that's exactly what happened. Mother Nature went up his damn urethra. Hey, anyway, I, don't feed your meat in the woods. Hey, that one, that that uh, <laughs> that article got emailed to me uh, <laughs> on Facebook. Somebody said, "Man, go ahead and uh, go ahead and do that on your show." I said, <laughs> I "Got you." Uh, so keep keep them coming, man. You can hit hit my email, or you could just email us eggsgritsandignorance, eggsgritsignorance at gmail. 
Now we're going to get into one of our favorite parts. That is the power hour. Wood in the wood. <laughs> Fucking dollar till I'm running it. You want it? Are you saying this shit because you really not looking to expand? Or because you finally get some pussy on the regular and just got your head all fucked up? Let me tell you, pussy, that shit come and go, nigga. But this shit right here, that shit change everything, nigga. And let's put the needle on the record. Storm's coming. It's already here. Yeah, it's already here. Money, <laughs> the storm, powder, the storm, has, the storm has arrived. Uh, we are here reviewing season one of the Stars Hit series Power Book Four, Force, episode nine, entitled Trust. Man, listen, let me tell you something. It's a whole bunch. I, I did like the title of the name because there's a whole bunch of mistrust here. And it started out with your man's Walter. Walter saw an opportunity and went right in on the opportunity. He ran with it. He ran with the opportunity. Um, uh, Glorious ultimately, out, untimely, sorry, death allowed Walter to do what he's wanted to do all along. And that's get Vic um, firmly on his side without any outside distractions. And if he's also able to throw Tommy under the bus in the process, well, so be it. Um, we see Tommy in this one, uh, kind of out of sorts. Uh, he's on edge, which, you know, Tommy's always on edge. Um, but he seems extra annoyed. And uh, that's before he even realized what else is going on. Um, warning Vic about Walter came from Tommy's heart, and it wasn't uh, part of some bigger master plan. Now, my question is, and this is a life question. Have you ever been through this before where, like, you tried to warn somebody, like a close friend of yours, about something, but they didn't listen, and then they blamed you after the fact? No. Funny enough, I've actually been on the other side of that, and that ish blew up in my face. So, uh, yeah, heed the warnings, people. They come for a reason. Uh, as a good book says, a warning comes before destruction. So you better listen. Uh, so somebody warned you about something, and... some Somebody warned me about several different things and I, I told myself the biggest lie that I got this I know what I'm doing and I can handle it and when the bottom fell out and I mean it fell out quick I was like oh I should listen and, yeah. and that's the last thing you want to do is be the person with egg on your face man that's Vic, Vic about to be the person with egg on his face bro. that brings me to my next question because it says you know um, Vic, Vic knows Tommy Mm. And I don't think in a short period of time of this season, he's gotten to know Tommy or, or the caliber of person he is. And when, especially when Claudia said, you know, if, if Tommy wanted you dead, you kind of would be dead. Mm -hmm. Like he would pull the trigger himself. So is Vic, Vic's not in his right mind. He's about to make an emotional decision. Is Vic about to make a bad decision here? Vic already made the bad decision. Heck yeah, he did. The bad decision by, was not taking by, the car. Facts. And you ain't even and you want to listen to your pops now? 
Yo, anybody who will not allow you to uh, express yourself physically, emotionally, intellectually is not either. They're not a real friend or they're not raising you right. If it's your father, they ain't raising you right. So he, he, uh -uh, he's stupid. He's stupid. And Claudia's stupid. That just we'll get, we'll get to Claudia's stupidity in a second. Yo, that shows you Walter's influence he has on them. Like, even I think it goes back to one of the things, even no matter what, boys always listen to their dads, always want some part of their dad around them. And Walter took that and took all he like he knows the right buttons to push, and he was pushing yeah. all the right ones. No, no, he capitalized on that. I ain't gonna front yeah. because because that part where um they was like, Oh, yeah. The Serbs did this. Tommy was oh, running with the he Serbs. Looked so shot. He looked shot, right? Yeah, he looked like, oh, really? Uh, 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 uh. And then he just started talking. So, you know, he ain't know what was going on with that. But, yo, he's a sucker and a, capital, a capitalist. I can't wait for him to die. I don't think okay. he makes it out the season. But he's very calculated. Um, Very, very calculated. Uh, Claudia basically has no reason to jump back in with her family at this point. Without thinking things over, uh, that is me. I don't know why my phone is ringing. I have it on silent, um, and it is oh six thirty ish in the morning. Um, <laughs> them niggas ain't up this early. Uh, Claudia uh, has no reason to jump back in her family. Uh, uh, she loves Vic and will protect him, of course. But Walter talking about Tommy, um, we're, we're never going to be enough. Why do you think Claudia is slow to believe her dad's version of the story, Jeff? Because she worked with the man first and foremost. Uh, um, so she's she she. I think if anybody knows Tommy out of the Flynn family, she should, and she should be at least be able to either vouch for her character, his character. But I think even more so, I think part of her was knowing that she about to mess up something good. But I told y'all last episode, man. As soon as Dad gave her the approval of the baby girl, I need you. She left all that stuff in the dirt. Yeah, she's stupid. <laughs> like it, she about to, yo. She should have never gave Tommy the plug, cause now Tommy don't really need her. Oh, the chemist. Oh yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Tommy don't really need her at all. Yeah. So if she, so if she go off and get herself killed behind some lies, hey, oh well, yeah. that's her stupid move. Yeah. Um. Uh, Walter can hide. Uh, Walter's trying to hide behind Vic's near-death experience, as to the reason why he suddenly wants his family to all be together. But he knows that them uh, all on the same page, and with the support of the four the four horsemen that came in from the Irish mob, um, is the best chance of eliminating all of his enemies. For Walter, just for Walter, Ibrahim, uh, 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 how do you see this playing out for him? I see the four horsemen going by Dunkin' Donuts to get some donuts. <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously, I I don't I, I just feel like is them them dudes is gonna get themselves killed. They they not yeah they not long term characters. I think they out of here, and um, you know, I feel like I feel like Walter's gonna. Destroy his own family dynamic. I don't know. He, has, he already shit, has. Because the shit gonna come out. I think the shit's gonna come out and it's gonna come out in a moment before some people die. 
because you yeah. know they're gonna be they going to war for real for real yeah yeah oh yeah i guarantee the serbs is gonna take out at least three or four of them they're like somebody somebody ain't making it back to ireland uh for playing out for walter he's gonna get what he wants but i think it's going to come at a price he's not willing to pay I think that's the biggest thing. He's going to lose either part of his 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 comp whatever his little family. One of them kids is going to get hurt, or he himself is going to be in a position that's going to make him look weak. And I think that's really what's about to happen in the episode. He's going he's not going to come out as the strong leader that he think he is. And either Vic's going to step up and put him in his place, or Walter's going to die trying to hold on to what he got, which is nothing. Yeah, <laughs> um, all right. Uh well you gotta uh, I think that here you gotta love Claudia, uh, who has to see visual evidence of Tommy working with the Sirs before she commits fully to Walter, of course. She doesn't she doesn't realize Tommy has only gone to Mirkovich because he slipped because she tipped him off about Walter's big play. But that right. just sets up for the drama that's about to come. So what did you think about this section uh here, Jeff? Yo, it's 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 um what's it, consequences, repercussions, actions and reactions and things like that. Tommy was just reacting because I mean the last thing you want to do was be caught slipping in them streets. So he gotta he gotta arm up. He hear people arming up against him, he gotta arm up. That's that's the that's what you do. Yeah, he don't he don't have no army like he had in New York. Right. And even then, they, they army wasn't even uh, uh, that deep when it came to, you know, yeah, that type was, of stuff. They, loyal to they had they, they yeah, they, they had to go get some folk. They had to get they had to get them Tainos on their side back then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he don't have no army. He rolling dolo. So he's going to need it. He needed something. But it but it's Walter's fault. He yeah, forced his hand. Walter forced his hand because. Tommy was done with the serves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he they forced his hand into doing that. And he yeah. he he didn't want to do it. But it, you see how he did he did it like a G. You know what I'm saying? He walked yeah. in there like, yo, this is business. This ain't personal. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? What you yeah. want? Two milli? Yo, let's go. Yo, no, my man wanted let's one, go. He wanted 1.5. He was like, yo, I'm gonna give you extra the rest. You tell me who killed Gloria. And my man just oh, yeah. yeah, my man just sold him out at the door. He's like, I apologize for your mother's the loss of your mother and the loss of your friend. <laughs> exactly. I love right. that part. I did love that part though. That shit was crazy. I said that's some cold stuff right there, boy. <laughs> All right. So real quick, is 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 uh Tommy going to the Serbs? Is that a uh is that a is that a good play? Heck yeah. Nah, he came, yo, he came up with what what it was, three mil? Two million just two sitting mil. around the house. It was two mil just sitting around the house, and he had more. Like it was just sitting there. But, but that's muscle. That's he needed muscle. He got to go where he could get the muscle. Yeah, right, and then then it gets to his personal thing. Like basically, Tommy's whole world is blowing up right now. Um, uh, he feels something isn't right with Gloria because he doesn't know she's dead yet. Uh, Claudia starts to. Uh, be kind of sketchy. JP drops the Kate bomb on him. Like I, I thought he gave. I thought he gave JP Kate's number. Apparently, yeah. he, he did, right? Yeah, I thought he did. He no, did I, give him the number. No, yeah. no, no, no. He no. didn't. He didn't because why, if Tommy gave him the number, why would he? I think he took the number out of Tommy's phone. Okay. Why would Tommy, I don't. I don't remember, but I know he got the number. I know he had the number. Yeah, because Tommy tripped out when he told him that he called Kate. Um, and then you got D Mac. Who who's working for him? He tells D Mac that JP's his dad. 
then it's going to take him, and then all of a sudden, D-Mac gets shot. But um, we, we'll, we'll get to that. Basically, since he's arrived in Chicago, he hasn't had a moment of peace. That's not crazy, considering his business. But somehow, he's uh, actually regressing at a pretty p- spectacular clip right now. Um, let's talk about Tommy and his family. In hindsight, should Tommy have told JP and D-Mac about each other when he found, it, when he found out that info? That's for either one of y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can neither one of the two of y'all it's tough. Nah, that's a tough one because you know yeah. I've been in a situation like that where my nephew was staying in my house. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I ain't tell his father, but I work with him every day. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So where I, for on my point, for my point, this is a whole grown ass man. So. The issues that he having with his family or whatever, they need to work out. And I'm telling him, yo, you need to talk to your pops. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, I didn't want to get involved, but I knew if I got involved on any level, it was going to be a wrap, which I ended up losing my job and all of this and all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it is, it when you in that moment, it's like you don't really see a correct way of handling it because. If you tell him something, yeah, like, yo, this is your son. How you gonna how how's that gonna affect the family dynamic? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then how? And then basically how? And then it's how JP finds out. Right. You know, like that's even more messed up. So now you didn't want JP working for you, but you let your nephew work for you. You see what I'm saying? Like that's in a weird. I think it's in a weird way. It's like Tommy wants to keep people safe. So he yeah. plays them close. Yeah. The ones he loves, he plays close, which always backs five. And you know what? If they never went back to D-Mac probably doesn't get shot if they never go back. If D-Mac doesn't get mad at Tommy and go back to his spot. Yeah. But uh, now we're going to get into that that fact. Uh, uh, D-Mac, we do know he's intelligent. All right. And he's trying to screw over CBI, apparently, and considering. Could, but is he dumb or smart in the fact that he didn't think CBI would find out about the cousin buddy play? And isn't I think he was just reckless. Was the, was the yeah, cousin play even smart? Nah, man. It, it was, was smart. Was I think it was a smart play. I think it was a smart play, but he just went about it the wrong way. He went about it like a kid instead of going about it like right. a calculated man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you can't place, like you can't play salty in this business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to play logically. So right. what he should have did was went to Tommy and then told Tommy and let Tommy handle whatever getting that outlet or seeing if that outlet is a good way to go. All right, right. I, I, I could dig it. That, that's 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 all right. I could feel you on that. But he would still been fucking CBI because you got to remember, Tommy was trying to keep CBI out of the shit, period. Anyway, right. Yeah. Um. So now, whether you're Team Gennard or Team Diamond, we're going to get into CBI now. You have to admit, Gennard is a loose cannon. Uh, is is he forward thinking and willing to get his hands dirty? Yes, and all those kinds of qualities are definitely necessary in this game. But he also shoots first and asks questions later, which is almost always wind up biting him in the behind. And that's where the two brothers differ. But at least now Diamond knows what's going on. See, this is like why? Oh, Jannar's stupid. Let me say that. He's a dumbass. Like, why are you going to be talking in the store that your brother has a key to? It just doesn't make sense. 
Please explain that to me. Like, I... Yo, I... You can't he even... Was, he, yeah, you... <laughs> you can't you, plot on your own team in the spot. Yeah. You gotta at least... If you're gonna snake somebody that's on your own squad, you gotta at least go talk about it somewhere else. Go take a walk in the park or something. You gotta you know do something. Because you never know who listening. You never know who listening. What they say in the wire, we don't talk indoors. We don't talk in cars. Yeah. We want to talk we face to face. And I I, I, I was um, the the Diamond is a lot smarter than Gennard. He's way more intelligent and calculated than Gennard. And I just think that Gennard's playing checkers and Diamond's playing chess. And now the problem was Diamond couldn't see all the chess pieces. But now that he can see the entire chessboard, I just, I think it's going to be, he's going to play this. I, I think it's going to, something's going to blow up within CBI um, see, on this. Jannard is playing connect four with three pieces. <laughs> Boy, is stupid. He, he, he is dumb. Uh, so heading into the finale, we know that uh, the war is starting. Uh, between the Flynn, Flam Flynn family and the Serbs, as well as the war that's starting within CBI. Um, and, man, listen, let me tell you something. Uh, there's so many possibilities for where this, this, uh, this season finale can end up. But before we get into your predictions, I, I want to add a new, a new segment to this part. Winners and losers of this episode. Who's the winner? Who's the loser of this episode? Good Lord. They ain't going to put me on the fucking spotlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you mean? Shit. Uh, because I gotta think now, like who really winning? Okay, so who won this episode? I mean, I'm gonna say Tommy. I'm gonna say Tommy winning. I'm gonna say, say Tommy, Tommy winning. Yeah, because his his setup is is probably the most secure. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like he 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 got solid muscle. He know he got to pay on it because. You know, dudes ain't gonna ride with you for free, and okay. then they gotta also look past all the people that he done killed on their side. So there's gotta be an incentive for them to look past it. Remember. And money is always with the Serbs. Money is always an incentive. So right. I think he got the illest play. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I I think the biggest loser for me is gonna be Claudia. Because not only is she she pushing her own way out of her her own scam, yeah, her family about to accept her. You know what I mean? Like she's pushing her way out of 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 the shit with Tommy. You know what I mean? And the shit with your family that shit just gonna get you killed because you because you still because because if you see when she when she ran up and she saw Tommy. They didn't really show it, but when she ran back to the car, she was clutched up like this, like she had a piece, like she was gonna go try to pop Merkovich. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she thinks she, life. yeah, she thinks she's a G just because she capped a few people and buried a couple bodies. But they, you know she did it out of emotion. It wasn't like she just rolled up on somebody with lack of emotion and did it. Yes, yeah, right. there's no, there's no calculation to what she does. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everything so she. She definitely the biggest loser to me. All right, so Jeff, we added a new segment. Got it, really got it from the DJ Blaze Radio Show. Um, when they do uh they do a recap of Snowfall. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the episode, they come up with winners and losers, characters that won or lost the episode. Who's your biggest winner? Who's your biggest loser? This episode. Big, biggest winner is Walter, of course, because he got everything he wanted. He got his family blindly following him and not even questioning him right now. The loser is um Janard, aka Draynard. That's why I'm changing his name too, because he acts just like Dre from Original Power. He, he do act like Dre from Power. He, he do just like Dre, bro. And this now that Diamond knows his play, CBI about to get blown up from the inside out. So Draynard has lost everything. He's about to lose everything. And then, I didn't even like uh, my boy, who's his homeboy. I remember him from the shot. He was a terrible gangster on the shot. Now he on power. And he is a terrible gangster once again. <laughs> Giving bad advice. Terrible <laughs> advice. Hey, Janard, you know, Janard is on Snowfall. This season's a Snowfall. I saw uh, him. He's he's on uh he was on the last episode. He's 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 the cousins from down in uh Alabama with him. No, not Alabama. From. Uh oh man. They talked about it today on the show. Oh, Little Rock. It was Little, Little Rock. Rock. Yeah, little cousins from Little Rock. Yeah. Um, they went down to Rodeo Drive. <laughs> Um, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, it's a Dunkin' Donuts on a horse. Uh, <laughs> on a horse. On a horse. Um, the my winner of the episode, I think personally, is um I was gonna say Walter, but you said Walter. So I'm gonna go away from Walter and I'm gonna say the winner. And you said Tommy. So I'm gonna go away from Tommy. I think personally, I think there's two winners in this episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's D Mac, D Mac and JP. Okay. Because they find they finally have. Oh, that's if he survives. That's uh, he'll survive. D Mac. They, they already killed the innocent. They already killed the innocent for the season. Like they already killed. He's the not innocent. D Mac is innocent. Of what? What did D Mac really do in this episode? What did What did D Mac do in the season? Yo, Nothing. he was killing guns, shooting at folk, nah. blowing nah. things up, like nah. shooting up people's stores and all that. Yeah, then but he's he moving nobody. moving keys of Dahlia to. Other states. No, the one nah, line, man. the one line that saved D Mac is when he said Uncle Tommy saved until next season. Yeah, yeah, that saved him at least till next season. Um, and JP, and I just think whenever you find your son uh after not being in his life and, and and having him taken from you, I think it's always a plus. Uh so that's that biggest loser, I think, is Walter Flynn. And I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> this all of this is not only do you have cancer, but your children gonna hate you after this. Oh yes, they're going to hate you after this. You're not gonna be able to pull them back. You're not gonna be able to ever, ever, ever get them back. I, and that's just that. Uh, so season finale, Jeff. What is your prediction? Lots of killing. Lots of people dead. I've been waiting all season for Tommy to say we are gonna cancel Christmas. Somebody got to die. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't say cancel Christmas yet. He nah, he's saying he's gonna say it in this episode. I've been, say Christmas is canceled. I've been waiting all season for that one line. That's when Tommy go to that killing place. <laughs> it's Tommy's happy place. Oh, Tommy's happy God. place. <laughs> all right. And, so, and, and I like I like oh, you know, I like the fact I just want to say this real quick that Kate uh changed her number. I like oh, that because yeah. that means she's not gonna be in next season. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm, I didn't want to see Kate anyway. So what's but your yeah, prediction? I, I just want to see bloodshed. I want to see bloodshed, and I want to see one of them Flynn's catch a bullet because they Who don't not? deserve to be in next season. One person that dies in the next episode. I would like it to be Walter. Claudia. Walter. 
I would like I I, I do want to see Walter die, but I would like it to be Claudia because I think that would change the dynamic for Walter. It's, it's gonna be on some old Shakespearean stuff. Vic and Walter gonna meet up. Vic takes him out. I think it's Jannard. I hope so. I'd like to see that too. Maybe think, Claudia think, and Jannard shoot each other. <laughs> Maybe Claudia and Jannard shoot each other. Out. That would be awesome. And then they go to Dunkin' Donuts on a horse. <laughs> on a horse. And and have somebody <laughs> beating they meet in their woods in the woods. And that's a quality touch. <laughs> yeah, low, low quality touch in the woods <laughs> in front of woodland creatures in front of woodland creatures alright man hey Jeff tell them where they can find you at yo man y'all can find me in the car on the way to work but other than that I'm at that dude Jeff underscore Jeff man y'all tap into the fun fellas alright Eve tell them where they can find you at yo you can find me on Instagram that's big kid envy underscore chops I'm not spelling it out but I will hit you with a chop Chops. Uh, you can find me at Yoshi in the Building on Instagram at I am Coachy underscore on Twitter, Facebook Yoshi English, and on Snapchat the Ninth Wonder. For Key, who is out, you could catch her on My Curls Speak with Key right after this. Tap in. Until next time, y'all. We out.